R A T F U C K. That spells hello. <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Waves. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. So I had a, um, a real life shitting with the door open moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this ain't no game. This is no game. And I, I think I reached uh, expert level shitting with the door open. Jesus like Christ. It's next level. Yep. I was uh, in Brisbane last week. Uh, largely the reason that we missed a podcast, uh, because I'm also on tour. Apologies. Uh, apologies. As Claire is also on tour, which makes it hard for you. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard to meet up. But uh, also, we don't owe anybody anything. Yeah, get fucked. You rat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been really great. Get off to my case. Except for that one dude who's in this beer. So sorry to you, sir. So sorry to you that we didn't give you your respite for the week. So sorry to you, sir. All you other rat fucks that don't send us beer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was in Brisbane, um, and uh, wherever, whenever I can, I will get up uh, when Walter gets up and get out. Yes, um, to go for a walk for my own health and so that Hannah can have a sleep. Yeah, um, and I was doing that this particular day. I was in um, sunny downtown Brisbane, and it was quite hot, and I'd walked quite a distance. Lovely, actually, and I, I had a little breakfast. Walter had fallen asleep. Brisbane's a nice uh, town. It's, it's not a bad town, especially it's the area town. that I was staying City. in. City. No, I don't want to disparage it. Oh, it's what, Brisbane it's town. A couple of million people that live there? It is over two million now, yes. It's a big city. Fastest growing capital city in Australia. Oh, hold yeah. on to your horses, <laughs> yeah. you rat-ucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I had had breakfast. Walter had had his sleep. He was waking up. I was trying to decide whether I was going to walk with a half-hour walk back to the hotel yep. uh, or wait for Hannah to wake up and then she could come and meet me because where I was was quite yeah. lovely. I was, nice. And then um, I was just standing on my own. It was a fairly quiet street that time in the morning. Yep. Not a lot of people around. I went, I've got a fart in me. <laughs> I'm going to let it out. I'm a dad. I'm not holding it in. I'm letting it out. And I let it out. And then I went, oh. <laughs> there was more involved in that. Uh, upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely upgraded to sharding. <laughs> and... <laughs> I can even oh, see... Oh, hang on a second. Just let me... What pants were you wearing? What were you wearing? I was wearing jeans. <laughs> I was wearing jeans uh, and a nice fresh pair of underpants. Uh. Fresh no more. <laughs> and as I did it as well, I don't know why this is funny to me, but as I did it, a cop car parked right in front of me. <laughs> like I'd just done something very illegal. <laughs> You're being booked for sharding. And <laughs> I was just... I'm going, that is definitely more in that <laughs> than just a fart. And I was like, there's no way I'm walking the half hour walk back <laughs> with that situation going on and I just I didn't have a plan there's no plan no, when you shout no we've talked about this yeah. before you don't go out for the day planning to shit yourself <laughs> no. it happened you're in a situation yeah You've, you've had a situation, and, and the, I, I also had no plan for how to deal with it then. Like, I just crossed the road. Yeah. I just walked across the road. I don't know why. I don't know why that <laughs> side of the road was better than the what side I was on. Walter's awake now in the pram. I'm like, this is no good. And then I just walked down this sort of 
kind of um, uh, arcade rather than an alleyway, like yeah. a little a couple of shop fronts. And then there was just a disabled toilet. Oh. Oh. Pushed the pram in, sat down, <laughs> dealt with the issue. Could see real shame in Walter's eyes. I really, you're brushing over some great detail here. That was it. Like, but, like, when you dealt with the issue, did you just throw the underwear away? Oh, well, I... Uh, I don't know why I need to know, but I feel like people listening want No, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So, uh, it was squelchy. It was a squelchy walk. <laughs> it was a quick, squelchy walk. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm containing this within yeah. my own area. There's a bit of a clench. Yeah, there's a clench, but you don't want to clench too hard. No. You lose out both other ends. <laughs> lose top and bottom. <laughs> Good drizzle yeah. down the jeans and you're just trying to you're just trying to purse it. <laughs> when I got there, there wasn't there wasn't much disaster on yeah. it was just a classic primary school skid mark. Oh, on the on the underpants. Oh, that's not too bad. Not too bad, and especially when you're with the baby who has baby wipes. Oh. <laughs> so I just baby wiped my underpants as I was shitting in front of my baby. He's not like, going to oh, remember. I'm your dad. <laughs> this is what you got to look forward to, Walter. Being yeah. a grown up is the best. Yeah, yeah. We're, the only difference is I don't have a nappy on to catch my shine. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. But I have um. If you want to go two for two for Breen, I've got another poo story. Oh, tremendous. Just quickly, if anybody uh, listening has a story where they've shat themselves, please post it on the page. I cannot get enough of that stuff. Please tell me about the time you shat yourself as an adult. Please, not just us. Everybody. Yep. I don't want to see a DM. It's a public post. That's a public post. If you DM us, we're putting it up in public. Just just so you have fair <laughs> warning, it's going up. I'm putting it on Instagram. <laughs> I'm putting it on my own Instagram. <laughs> anyway, uh, this this one is not as fun. This is a, this is a challenging parenting moment. Oh. Um, yeah, well, you've come to the wrong place. You've come to the wrong place. <laughs> Leonard's been sick, as we've discussed. Yes. Poor He's con- L train. He continues to be sick. And we have got um, we got to the point uh, where the doctor's like, okay, well, we're going to take some blood tests because he's like, yep. I-, I can't see anything. There's, you know, he's not. He's, there's no fever. It's a worrying time for your kid, man. It's a really worrying time, and and it's a really confronting thing to watch a needle go into your child's arm and they take they take a fucking lot of blood. Yeah. Uh, and that you know, no, no parent wants to see that. I don't think it's super serious, but it's serious enough for the doctor to want. His yeah, blood. If they want blood tests, wants his X-rays of his. And your mi- my mind anyway doesn't go to like the uh, oh, the, nothing's probably going to happen. Like automatically, you start going through every worst case possible. Scenario. My head went straight to cancer. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. leukemia. Like that's yeah. what it is. Straight, straight there. Yeah, so, like imagining him like bald. You're in like that Absolutely. children's ward. Like that I weird. It all. Like magician comes in. <laughs> Everyone's like crying. Like, oh, get him out of here. He's not helping. I just get helping. ridiculously aggressive and start <laughs> fighting somebody. Just, just like out the front. <laughs> <laughs> just on my knees crying <laughs> Just beating the shit out of this poor magician <laughs> Just trying to make some money To take home some sandwiches To they a poor little kid, my kid. <laughs> I mean your head goes there Even in good moments as a parent yes. I don't know if every parent does it But my head just goes to, to the worst case scenario Yeah, with absolutely your kids. And especially when you're watching blood come out of there um, We had to get an x-ray as well Now I'm, I, I'm no uh, uh, radiologist uh, my dad does happen to be a radiographer. Um, uh, point being, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I do know what gas looks like on an X-ray. And his gut is—we ab- haven't gone back to the doctor, by the way, yeah. for the results. Um, but I, I've spoken to the doctor on the phone, and it is completely full of gas. Oh, really? Wow! 
men. And it, so it looks like there's possibly a bit of a blockage. Which, <laughs> in some ways, would be a seven-year-old boy's dream. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to, like, fart on Will. Yeah. Just to yeah. have, like, that, that power, that superpower. Yeah, but then yeah. I had to um, I had to get his uh, a stool sample. Yeah. I had to get a fecal sample from him. Ooh. That's challenging. Yeah. Because I had to do that for myself. And now I've got to tell a child, mate, we're going to put a bucket in the toilet and you've got to shit in the bucket. And then dad is going to spoon some of your shit out into this little <laughs> container and then we're going to take it to somebody. Now, I didn't have to be worried about any of that because Leonard thought it was the fucking greatest thing. <laughs> he was so excited. So we, it was on <laughs> what well, we're at Friday now. It was on Tuesday that the doctor said we you have to do it. Uh, on Monday, he felt so ill in the stomach, he didn't eat anything. All day, Monday. Tuesday, his appetite came back a bit. Um, Wednesday, he was sort of back to normal eating, but had done no poo. So Three days? Yeah, three days of no poo. That's not as bad as when this all started, which was the start of the term. He went for seven days with no poo. It's clearly a problem. Yeah. Um, So on the Thursday, I took him to school. Just a quick side note, by the way. I... After the doctor's Monday morning and the bloods and the x-rays and all of that, he didn't want to go to school, felt a bit emotional. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to school, yeah, mate. Yeah, that's fair. Then, now, I totally get this, but yesterday in his bag, there was a note from school saying, uh, Leo, it's like a, it's a form, a fill in the spaces kind of form. Yep. So your child, Leo, was away from school on this date. It is a department requirement that you explain why your child was away. Now, I get it. I get yep. that it's a department requirement, but fuck the rage that was in me. I was like, my child was where I said my child was going to be. Yeah. With me because I'm the parent. And I choose where my child is. I don't have to report to you yeah. about where my fucking child is. <laughs> anyway, I didn't write that on the form. I just got a bit enraged, I and I get tell. it. I just—I was just annoyed. But you're in an emotional state as yes. well, and nobody like you. <laughs> but because the form nobody comes likes off, to be told what to do. But you especially hate being told oh, what to mate. do. And the form came off like I'm an incompetent parent that's not yeah. getting their kid to very school. officious. But yeah. they can't do it any other way. No. Again, they can't just go say, hey, man, you know, just if you feel like explaining. No, they just got to have like a set thing mm. and... Absolutely. That's yeah. fine. Anyway, Thursday, he's at school, still hasn't done poo. Ooh. And then by the middle of the day on Thursday, I was like, because oh, it doesn't matter when you catch the poo. Yeah. You, you just got to do it at some stage, right? <laughs> but but I want to do it sooner rather than later. I want to yeah. get, get it out of, and so that they can find out what's going on. Um, so I just went to school in the middle of the day and got him. And he was, he was, it was actually on lunch as I arrived there. He was out on the footy field with, with his mates and they're all kicking the ball. Yeah. And then he saw me and Walter. He's like pumped. Dad, yeah. Walter's at school. Really? He runs over and goes, Dad, what are you doing? Oh, it's, it's always like it's dog at school day when he sees me. You know, remember when there was a dog at school? Yeah. It was the most exciting <laughs> thing ever. He's always like, when he sees me at school, this is the best. And he's like, guys, this is my dad and my baby brother. And I'm like, mate, are you all right? Have you done a poo yet today? He goes, no, I haven't. Um, and I said, do you want to come home? I just, I'd rather you come home so that when you have to, we can get this done. And yeah. he's like, yep. Turns around to his mates. He goes, bye guys. I'm going to go home and poo in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, you're an amazing child. And this, this other kid was right beside him. And I looked at that kid and I went, that's a bit too much information. And he went, oh, it's all right. He told us all this morning in class. <laughs> Apparently he just walked in because he was slightly late. Like literally the, the bell went as we walked in the gate. Yeah. So everyone was already in class. I didn't see this. I just said goodbye at the door. Bye, mate. Love you. He's walked in. Sorry, I'm late. I'm going to poo in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> How oh. 
can you not admire that young man? Oh, he mate, cracks me up. Just the honesty of him. So funny. Oh, I love it. Because most kids, well, I don't know most kids, but I feel like there's a lot of kids that would feel a bit of shame about that. Yeah. They're like, oh. And if not shame, they wouldn't go, oh, I'm going to tell everybody. Well, they would tell, not tell everybody because of shame. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah, right. There yeah. would be like a bit of shame. Yeah, don't tell anyone. And if, if they're not shame, they're certainly not like overtly fucking. <laughs> Just turning it into gear. Yeah. <laughs> He's already doing a gig. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. Had to shit in the bucket. Anyway, how's that airline food? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, anyway, we did it. We caught the poo. I got his poo on my hand. I don't know how to do it without getting the poo on your hand. But doesn't he shit in the bucket? No, he shits in the bucket. Then I've got these little containers, you know, like the urine sample container. But then you get a spoon and put it into the... Yeah, the, the lid has a, uh, a spoon on it, like a trowel, oh. <laughs> and you, you get a bit of the poo. But you, poo's not the easiest thing to scoop, so I'm trying to scoop it, <laughs> and then I scooped... And I didn't get it on my hand at that point, but it was on the side of the lid. So I was looking at the side of the lid going, oh, no one at Pathology wants that. So then I tried to manoeuvre that, and then I dropped it <laughs> in like my hand. The poo wasn't and then, good enough. Then Leonard... for like a better sample. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leonard's on the toilet still, right? He's, he's wiping up. And he's like, he heard me go, huh, like that. He goes, did you get my poo on your hand? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I didn't. He goes, you did, didn't you? You got my poo on your hand. I didn't. <laughs> Just stop it. And then he was like, what What are you doing now? And he just kept asking questions. And then I cracked it and I would, would you just knock it off. And he goes, why are you so angry? I'm like, because I've got your shit on my hand. <laughs> you didn't think to wear gloves? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense, really. <laughs> no, you went back for like a better sample. No, no, this isn't good enough. If they're looking at my boy's poo, they're looking at the best poo oh, he can produce. I'm getting cream of the crop. <laughs> He just walked out of the toilet. Hannah was in the kitchen. He goes, I put it in a bucket. <laughs> so proud of himself. <laughs> anyway, then we uh, we took some fresh shit off to pathology. And um, I guess by Monday, all of those results will come back. Um, That's nice. Hopefully it's all right. The doctor did discuss uh, whether there's a medical history in my family and his mother's family of Crohn's or celiac or yeah. um, there's something out, another thing that I can't remember the name of. So diet is related thing. is like that's the first. Yeah, it's the first stop probably. Yeah, and I mean I've also had my my bout of had, having to catch my own shit was because uh, so he was same doctor was testing me for Crohn's and um, celiac. <laughs> I think that's the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I know every time I walk in his fucking office, he's like, "I need some of your shit. I need some poo." I'm like, what's going on with you, champ? <laughs> Does it have to be mine? I don't care who it is. bring me some shit. He's making like a Frankenstein of poo. <laughs> <laughs> like a Frankenstein monster. And he's going to bring it to it's life. It's alive! <laughs> <laughs> Just walking around the streets, leaving its dirty little footprints everywhere. <laughs> Clean up after yourself. <laughs> but uh, So mine wasn't any of those things. Mine was IBS. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of different reasons for IBS. Uh, but a, a main one, um, and certainly the reason for me, was stress. And I'd be I'd be very upset as a father if my child at the age of seven had developed um, irritable bowel syndrome as a result of stress. That's no good. No, that's no good. Hard oh, you don't want your kid to sick at all. You don't even want them to have a cold. No, because it's a hassle. Yeah, because we're trying to protect our children from any kind of suffering, but that is wrong. Because if there's anything that defines the human condition it is suffering yes. we suffer and what what i'm what i'm actually trying to achieve is to help him be resilient so that he can deal with 
the yeah. suffering. Because it's just a fact. You it's will that, suffer. It's that cliche. It's like it's such a cliche, but it's it is quite true. Like it's not how many times you get hit; it's how many times you get back up. Absolutely. Like and it's yep. such like you hear it, and like these people say, like, "Oh, you're a fucking jerk. Stop talking." <laughs> but you'd make you've made a good point, fucking asshole. Well, it's not even. I I think it's not even how many times you get back up. It's how you get back up. Oh yeah. Because you know? if you get back up and you allow that punch to keep coming in your face, well, you're a fucking idiot, or and you haven't learned anything. You punch back, yeah. rather than just you know like yeah. stepping out of the way or maybe yeah. you do a little kung fu or something do a little backflip <laughs> you get out a shield i don't know maybe you get a magic portal you duck through that person they try to hit you oh where's he gone oh fuck he's out down in fucking rivendell with the elves <laughs> <laughs> magic portal thanks gandalf you've saved us again and that's shitting with the door open lord of the rings edition <laughs> Oh, what a great time. Uh, speaking of uh, taking your kid to the doctor, I had to take Claire to take Sylvia to the doctor. Oh, yeah. What'd she Not do? yesterday, the day before. Syphilis? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my two year old daughter. You're right, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> We've Continue. had uh, Claire's family stay with us. Yes. And Claire's How's that been? <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just put Sylvia on the back burner for a second. How do you find having your in-laws at the house, Wade? Oh, man. Like, they're, they're great people. Sure. They're fantastic. I've met them. They're lovely people. Um, Claire's brother and uh, his wife and then... Uh, her mum as well, and the two little kids. Uh, that's a big house. That's a full house. It's a very full house. Yeah. Slightly different parenting styles, which were kind of fine, but also they would... Uh, you know, I, I don't want to get into it. Sure. I hope you're listening and enjoying I... the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> look, look I, I drew you into that because I'm a rat fuck. But I, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter who your in-laws are. I have absolutely wonderful in-laws. They're there's, the best. Like They're so lovely. There's nothing wrong with them. They're really nice. It's just people in your house. Yeah. That's all. Absolutely, but it's, yeah, it's just having people in your house and people have a slightly different way of doing things. And like, I'm pretty set in my ways. Like, oh, yeah. Like, when I'm in my house, I'm like, that's, this is what I just, do. This is how I do it. This is my kingdom. I will say this: like at Christmas time, uh, <laughs> Ross and his other brother Ian were outside. Like, there's two brothers were outside having a beer, and I went outside and had a chat to them. Yep. And Ross, he's the one who came to stay with us. It's like, uh, oh yeah, I got to go stay with my in-laws, like his in-laws. Yeah, right. Uh, for like a week. And I said, oh man, how long are you staying for? And he's like, oh, five days. That's long enough. You don't want to stay at your in-laws for any longer than that. And then they looked at me and I'd been there for five days. <laughs> like three or four <laughs> days to go or something. And they just both cracked up. So I know he gets it. I yeah. know he's like in the situation. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yep. Ross, that rat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> lifted up Sylvia's arm and it's not his fault at all uh, he lifted up Sylvia's arm to sit on the couch so she was on the couch yep. he lifted her arm so he could make space for himself lifted it and she straight away went ah really like crying and we were like oh you're just being a bit of a sook because sometimes she can be sure you know. yep. uh, but then she like clutched her arm for like an hour she wouldn't let it go every time really? you touched it you she was like in pain and like he literally moved her arm like I watched it happen like I didn't think Anything of it, like nothing. Had she hurt? She'd fallen over somewhere else. No, what had happened was after like an hour of it, we're like, "Fuck, we're gonna go." She's gonna have to go to the doctor. This yeah. is she's clutching her arm every time you move it. Goes down to the doctor. Claire takes her down, uh, and it turned out he had dislocated her elbow. 
How? Apparently there's like two bones like coming into the elbow and like the thinner one. And the doctor said it happens all the time. I've done it to my kid twice. Right. And all that happens is you move it in a slightly the wrong way, slightly the wrong time. And off it goes. And it just pops out. And he said, this is going to hurt her, but then she will feel instant relief. And then Claire said, uh, she got the elbow. <laughs> doctor got the elbow, twisted her arm, did a funny little... Yep. Whatever it is. And then she was like, ah! And then she was absolutely fine. 100%. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Crazy. Well, that's because that's why you should pick your baby up under the uh, armpit. Yes. Grab them around the, the shoulder ball. And be careful when you're swinging them around. Yes. You know, I love swinging the girls around. Ooh. And they love it. Yeah. But like as I'm doing, I'm like, this does not feel safe. No. Something's going to fucking pop out of here. And it's best not to drop kick them. Fifty <laughs> percent of the time. Fifty percent of the time, it works. hundred percent of the time. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you what to do with your yeah, child. Yeah, do whatever you want. Uh, actually, we've got some listener questions, and one of them's been put on the back burner because I keep forgetting it. So sorry, uh, Abby, for like oh, what was over six weeks? Oh, really? And then another one's from a few weeks ago, but I just keep forgetting. Yeah, because we've got heaps to talk about. Yeah. And we don't need your questions. <laughs> Except when we have nothing to talk yeah. about. And then, then we then need please, your questions. Please. I'm uh, joking, actually. If you have any questions, please send them, and we will eventually get around to them. I love answering the questions. Oh, so They're great, but I'm so sorry. Because as you know, we're experts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just going to call her AK. I don't want to use her full name. AK. 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 Sorry it took so long. Uh, this was sent at the beginning of February. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's been a while. Look, we've never said we're efficient, <laughs> unless we have, and then we fucking are. Then I'll fucking back myself to the hill. <laughs> uh, wondering if you guys could talk about if your kid has a teacher you're not a fan of. I'm having issues with my kid's teacher. She seems happy to see the kids except mine and another. She also seems to huff her breath when she sees me. Now I feel I can't speak to her politely because of the way she looks and speaks to my son. Yet he loves school. I'm scared she's going to ruin his love of school. Do I try to talk to her or do I not rock the boat? You've got a weird reading voice. Do I? <laughs> it's, like it's, it's like a polite phone voice. <laughs> yeah, you went, you went how, like... How would you read it? Well, you just went real business then. All right. You know, I'll, just, the... I'll just read it as Harley would read it, shall I? <laughs> oh, I'm a big fucking rat fuck cunt. <laughs> And I love to fuck rats because I'm a giant rat fuck. Well, that doesn't get to the heart of the issue, does it, Harley? We're not getting to the question, mate. All right? I read the words on the page. You're sitting there fucking fringing your own up bumhole trying to spoon your own shit out for the doctor. Hasn't even asked for it, has he, mate? Well, I think we've answered that. <laughs> Thanks for your question. Look, I, I, uh, I, I find that very challenging, uh, to be honest, because uh, I don't know that I'm in a situation like that. I don't think that my kid's current teacher doesn't like him but it actually relates right back to his sickness where yeah. so this has been going on since the start of school and we had parent teacher the first parent teacher sort of meet and greet thing and she was like well um i don't think he's actually sick he's constantly saying i feel ill and i have to go to the nurse and i don't think he is and i think he's just manipulating us and we all know now and so we've told him th this was us three yeah. talking about it um, and I was very uneasy with that at the time. I was yeah. like, um, I'm pretty sure you did a, um education degree, yeah. not a medical one. So maybe shut the fuck up yes. about whether my kid's sick or not. But then on the other side, I was also, I was a little bit in agreement with her. I, I felt that he was possibly not physically ill, but that he was um, feeling a bit vulnerable. And yeah. he was, anyway, turns out we were all wrong. Um, and so... 
Teachers are just doing their best. Teachers are just they, doing their best. They have a fucking hard job. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean they're infallible. That doesn't mean that they should just get like um, a free pass. And it doesn't mean that we should rag on them for every single Absolutely little mistake not. that they make. Totally. Fucking um, tough job, man. It's a tough job. And on the subject of whether this particular teacher likes this woman's child or not. Well, I think also you've got to remember that your child um, is just a little human. Yeah. And some humans don't like other humans. Yeah. For no particular reason. They don't gel together, and I think it's okay. And gen, generally, like your kid, like your kid loves school. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I would leave it at that. And it's one year. It's one year. You're one year, you got to get through this teacher, unless you're at um, some country. And remember, school. like if you feel like this lady's judging you, that's on her. That's not on you. Mm. You're a good mum. You listen to the podcast. You're top shelf. Yeah, you. You're are the best of the best. A grade. Fucking hell. Yeah. Fuck that teacher. Fuck her. That's what you got to remember. Just go, nah, fuck her. You just do your shit, man. You don't need yeah. to tell her to get fucked. No. I think from the teacher's perspective, you, you, you should try and be like a, uh, a parent where you're impartial with your kids. Everyone's yeah. equal. Everyone's fine. But it's hard. You like, can't you know, show you've favoritism. You've got like 30-odd kids yeah. in your class. There's going to be some you like more than others. Uh, I would just say, if your kid's loving school, man, just roll with that and ignore like the looks and the huffs, the puffs yeah, that and she's given you. There's got to be... That's, that's pathetic. That's weak shit. Yeah, and there's got to be other teachers that the child can engage with as well. And, Absolutely. And, and folk, this is what I try and do with Leonard um, in terms of when he talks about there's kids bullying him at school. Yep. A lot of talk about bullying at schools these days. Good. And that is good. And I also think there's some negatives involved in that because some behavior is being called bullying when it's actually people not liking other people. And that's uh, also completely okay. Completely different. It's completely different. Yep. So Leonard will say, this kid bullied me. And I said, well, what happened? He goes, well, they were, they were older boys and I wanted to play soccer with them and they didn't want to. And then one of them tackled me um, and held me to the ground and said, you're not playing with us. Now, that's a bit rough. Don't do that. And I said, what'd you do? And he goes, I said, don't do that and got up and walked away. I went, well, you nailed it, mate. Yeah, that's you what you got to do. It's not very nice that someone doesn't want to play soccer with you. No. He didn't need to get physical. That's silly. Yeah, that's you walked away. Emotionally, that's going to be a bit of a, a take a bit of a hit. Yeah. And so then I say, where'd you walk to? And then he talked about these other friends. And then I tried to focus on that conversation, yeah. on that story. So I guess it's the same. It's hard when it's an adult doing it to your child. And that this is the absolute hardest thing about school for me is that it's your, you have to go back to school. Yes. You've got to go back to school. And the same dynamics happen. And you can't and, avoid people like you can in adult life. No. Like I love avoiding people. Yep. They're the best. And the same little clicks happen at school. Yeah. There's little parent groups that like each other, and these ones are chatting to these ones. Yeah. It's the same shit. Oh, and it's, it's just it's, fucking relentless. And if you had a hard time at school with that kind of clicky bullshit, you're going to have a hard time as a parent. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the same thing. There'll be the same fucking bullies, the same yeah. queen bees, same shit. And I, so my, my go-to is just avoid. I just head down, don't talk to anyone. Yeah. That's not great for my boy, though. Because he needs me to engage with his friend's parents so, so yeah. that they can play together. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Um, I don't know how old, how old is this kid. Did she tell us in the no, question? I don't think so. Um, but, like I said, it's a year. It's a year. You'll get through it. It might be a bit shit. And if it's a real issue, if it's like really, like if it's not just like looks and hubs, if it's like she's, like this teacher's being yeah. a cunt, go above her head. Yeah, absolutely. Or his head. Yeah. I don't know. No, right? it was a her. It was a it was her. her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, report her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight to us. But, you know. President. Like, I don't know if you're across this story. Um, is it Trinity College? Um, oh, in, yeah. In, is this in Melbourne? In is Melbourne. Melbourne School? I think so. Where the, uh, a, a vice principal got f- sacked for cutting someone's hair on photo day. Yeah. Rightly so. 
don't cut my child's hair. Yeah, don't. You're not allowed to do that. Apparently, it's like it's like an old boys' school, isn't it? Like it's a real private old boys' school. And uh, <laughs> a lot of like privileged young people, very privileged, who have people. never been told no in their life, yeah, yeah, now have to deal with the fact that they're being told no, very and they cannot handle it, yeah, very entitled assholes, yeah, and then their entitled asshole parents this week have bought a um, digital billboard on the back of a truck and parked it outside the school, oh my god, trying to get the principal fired. You entitled fucking pieces of Imagine. shit. There's public schools that don't have a sport equipment. Yeah. <laughs> and you're paying for a fucking digital sign outside like, the school? By all accounts, like the students love this vice principal. Fair enough. But I also read, like, it wasn't the first time he'd done it. Yeah. Like, give him a written warning. Like, this is a yeah. job, mate. Yeah. Like, and these is... are children that you're not to touch. Yeah. There's been a lot of issues oh. with people in power touching children in the past. <laughs> it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well at all. <laughs> Hello, old Popey. How's it going at the top? Uh, yeah. Well, we ran a little off piece there. Yeah, Sorry, AK. But uh, look, I hope that helps. I feel Just for you. I, fuck, man. I feel for you. But remember, you're a good person. And also, uh, we all want our kids to be the most popular, most talented humans That's right. that they can be. But, you know, a lot of us are going to have average kids. You're going to have some duds. They're not... Yeah, and that's the thing. I look at my girls. Sometimes I think, oh, yeah, you guys are going to rule the world. But a lot of days I'm like, fucking dud. Jesus Christ. Maybe it is time to crack out a third. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Try and get a good one. <laughs> Just adopt. Find one that's already good. <laughs> Claim it as your own. <laughs> or, you know what else? Here's some advice. Why don't you butter the teacher up? Why don't you find out what she's into uh, and, uh, and engage her on that? Exactly. Engage her on her interests. On her level. Get her on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, and this next question is from uh, Luke LG. G'day, boys. Love your podcast. I've been listening flat out for the last three days. All your past shit talking sessions. Love it. Think it's great. Didn't need to read that bit out. No. At all. But? But it's good for you listening at home to know that we are the fucking top shelf. <laughs> all right? Big fans. <laughs> We're big fans of ourselves here. Yep. Really love ourselves. <laughs> really into me. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm a dad of a... 18-month-old, beautiful girl. Congratulations. My, fantastic. Yep. Uh, with my wife, a family, uh, currently working our way around Oz in a caravan and would love to keep... Oh, maybe that's not a question. Oh, that was just a comment. We're just reading out compliments. No, there's definitely a question coming up somewhere. I've just opened the wrong thing. Okay. Right. No, you're leaving that in. That is not getting edited out. If you fucking edit that out, we go. I'm quitting the podcast. All right. <laughs> Back at, but that's a nice little comment about how great we are. Yeah. Also, that dude... Uh, is travelling around Australia, working the way around with an 18-month-old, his wife, and with a caravan, just oh. working his way around Australia. And I cannot fucking respect that guy. I enough. have never had more envy. That is the dream. Yep. I fucking love it. I'd be doing it right now. If it wasn't for the fact that I was in shared care with Leonard, yep. Leonard, in the future when you're listening to this podcast, I don't blame you. I love you. <laughs> you're not the reason why Dad can't live his dreams. <laughs> But <laughs> you hold me back. <laughs> no, I'm just. I, it's a definitely I, a dream of mine. Claire and I have talked that. about it. We've talked about when the girls are like uh, eight and six or nine and seven. Like that's yep, gonna be a good yep, age. Yep. We'll take them out of school for a year. Claire yep. will teach them. Like there's, we all know who's going to be the teacher. Yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> uh, and travel around. 
F U C K. That spells hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or not even like yeah, even like just six months, just like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do a road trip around Australia with them, and it'll be just the fucking best. Well, Hannah and I have talked about doing the same thing. Um, uh, and the inspiration was the great Randy B, um, and his the gap year that he gave his his boy Eli uh, yeah. in between primary school and high school, and says that it was the greatest decision they made. Um, it was great for Eli. Eli was ready to go to yeah. school after that. Had a great time. Of course, he's on a farm, so it's easier to have a kid at yes. home because there's heaps to do, engage in, and learn, yeah. and do all that. And and so, I, I would like to plan towards doing that for Walter. Yeah, uh, and by that stage, Leonard will be an adult. Um, what a world! Fucking hell! Yeah, ten years time to eleven years time. Holy um, shit! Yeah, and then and we'll we'll pack everything everything up and uh, travel around the country. Oh my god! Anyway, back to the question. Uh, this is from MB. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's sort of Q and A. That's right, cunt, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> be a lesson to you. <laughs> We've recently found out we're expecting our first at the start of October. There he is. Is there a way I can count stuff in my dick sucking as parenting? Uh, no. No. You haven't been listening at all. No. It is 100% not parenting. It's, it's if, if we can be clear on this, everybody. Yeah. Sucking Just, dick is okay. It is a fucking it, great, great thing to do. For some, I reckon for the dick sucker and the, the everyone the involved, it's a magical experience. It's great. It's but it's not parenting. Some of the best moments of my life have involved dick sucking. Dick sucking. Yeah, you love sucking a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I was waiting. I bloody opened the door and I walked straight through it, right into a dick. <laughs> <laughs> nom nom nom. Oh, buddy, stop hitting me in the head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if I could suck a dick. I don't think so. I want to. Just to give it a crack. Just have a go. You Look. know. We're out in the shed. But I chop my little... So- <laughs> <laughs> I chop like a sausage up into little bits. Because you can't put the a phallic thing in your mouth? Oh, no, not because I can't, but it just doesn't occur to me. Like, I don't go, like, see a sausage and go, oh, I'm going to put the entire thing in my mouth. No, I well, go, that's ridiculous. I'll fucking chop it up into little bits. Walking around Bunnings, just <laughs> fucking your own mouth. <laughs> oh, oh. Just seeing if I like it, boys. Just seeing if I like it. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> The old pork sword. <laughs> pork sword. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know if we're being like sexist or homophobic. I, don't I know really don't know. Are we fucking, <laughs> are we well behind the line? If we cross the line, I have no idea where we stand on this issue. Big fan of Heath Franklin. If I was asking him to describe Leonard, how would he describe his living style? <laughs> oh, right. He's on brand. He's on brand. He's not, love he knows MB. it. Love He'd say he lives vertically because he's always up stuff. Uh, this question will be beneficial for exactly none of your audience except me, which yep. might make you more likely to answer it. I do breakfast radio, just wondering how Harley went juggling that job and having a newborn. The fact he gave one the ass probably answers my question, but I'd still be really keen to hear how he went and how much that, that factored into him leaving. I'm knackered all the time already, so I'm a bit worried about just how fucked I'll be. Right. Uh, got a lot to say about the subject. Um, uh, I don't know where he's doing breakfast radio. Uh it's a hard job. It's a hard time of the morning. And a lot of people said to me, um, who'd been in the position before, mind yeah. you, a lot of my mates have been in breakfast radio and had babies. Yeah. Qu- quite, a, quite a number of them. Um, and they're like, it's, it matches it because you, you, you get up early, you're yep. off, you do the job, you come back, you, you get to be with the baby. I, I 
it was the hardest part um, of the job was missing out on morning times. Yes. Because kids, you know, they're good and bad. It's up and down. You have your good days and your bad days and all that. But it, but if you if you could split your day into good parts, I firmly believe the mornings are the best parts. Yes. Morning, you, you're fresh. You get up. Man, I woke up. Um, what was it Wednesday morning? And I was having a three-way wrestle with Walter and Leonard. So much fun. Walter jumped up. He's giggling. It's it's a what was it ten past six in the morning? Yeah. And he's jumping on my head, and I'm just giving him a little dig in the ribs, and he's <laughs> laughing. Leonard walks in. He jumps on top of me. All three of us are all wrestling <laughs> together, mate. It's fucking the great. If I could bottle that emotion, how you'd make a million. How it's much, so how much good. Fun is it? I love wrestling the girls. It's they so good. Love it. And and just know this: that when you have your baby. Um, your life is going to change, and there's no abs- absolutely no way anyone can tell you how. No, we we can talk about it all all you want, but you will you have, have the experience. no idea. You've got no idea, and I, that's what you just got to know. Yep, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know the how hard it's going to be, and how joyful it's going to be, uh, and how um, much guilt you're going to feel, how, how frustrated much exhaustion, you get, but frustration, also how happy love, you're going to be, joy, Fuck, all of it. Man, it's all there. It's fucking intense. Whew. And. Uh, good but luck I'll give you. it all up <laughs> for one weekend in the Bahamas. <laughs> I would give it all away for just that moment on a roller coaster when my penis feels funny as I go down the hill. <laughs> I give it all away for a nice ham sandwich. To be perfectly honest, I give it all away for a wink and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I uh, look. Plenty of people have done it before. They've done breakfast radio and had kids. Uh, my advice: don't you don't don't quit your career for for your kids because then you resent your kids. You make your choices based on what you think is right for you and your family. Yes. Uh, and and here's a little bit of uh, more advice on top of that: take as much time as that company will give you off when the baby is born. And yes. One week is not enough. Yeah. Two weeks is not enough. It depends what the company's going to allow you to have off. Yeah. Take all of what you're allowed and and be there for those moments. 100%. And then maybe even try and factor in RDOs um, so that, you know, a few times out of the month, you don't have to get up early so that uh, you can be with your kid. And this applies for anyone having a new kid. Anyone, yeah, yeah. Like, especially dads. Especially dads. Because it's a, it's a societal norm that mums take time off. Yeah. But the, the norm for dads is two weeks. Yeah, this That's question, not enough. This, this is for, like, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and I would say be fluid, man. Absolutely. You've got to be fluid. You yep. can't like have, oh, this is the plan. This is what we're sticking to. And then the plan's not working out and you're getting stressed about it. Yeah. That plan's on fucking... You can't be rigid. Yeah, you cannot be rigid. You've just got to be able to move and flow. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> you rat fuck. What a rat fucks out there. Yeah, see you later. Good on you. It's been a great time. I'm going to build a chicken coop. <laughs> Dads.